Yo, this is Freddie Correa from Thanks for the Invite Podcast in Las Vegas. And uh, just wanted to say what's up. I appreciate your podcast. And I've been podcasting since 2013. And because you uh, started yours on Anchor, I decided to make the switch. I'm on Anchor too. What it do, baby boo? Anyway, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you and co-host. Peace. Thank you, Freddie, for sending us that lovely message. Uh, listeners, if you also would like to send us a message with comments or questions, we love questions. Please use the voice message option at the bottom of the show notes or shoot us a text or leave us a voicemail at 407-434-0493. That's right. We now have a phone number that you can text and leave us a voice message. 407 434 Nine three. No, having a phone number can be good or bad. <laughs> yeah, if you send us dick pics, I will put you on my girlfriend Sean Lee's podcast called <laughs> Two Wild Orchids. She has a dick wall of shame. That's and amazing. They post them on her website. So don't send us dick pics. Oh my god. I'm serious though. I really did I do think that you found like what you're supposed to be doing. I do because I know that you were like I, I, you obviously weren't part of the corporate world you didn't want to be, and nope. I, and you and this is such a great way for you to connect with people that aren't especially during something like isolation where you can still That's connect true. with people and like tell stories and meet new people apparently. <laughs> I know I, I I mean you never stop meeting new people. It's ridiculous. That's oh exactly. my god! Well, should we get started? <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. You have the hoe. And the housewife. And we're here for another deliciously weird episode of Stop Signs Are Optional. Today, we are going to be discussing quarantine chaos and how Allie and I are remaining positive. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to pause it for a second while you pee? Like it's not fun for now. That's Allie peeing. Stop signs are optional. All I hear about and see about online is Mm -hmm. how people's kids are driving them (laughs) insane. Yeah. I I mean, I'm so fortunate that I get to leave at five o'clock at 530, whenever. And some people don't have that luxury. Because you're with kids all day. Yeah. All day. Oh. And they are. They're driving me crazy. But I, I, I'm in a position, though, that's awesome because both of my bosses are home. So we kind of just bounce off each other. So I, I really feel for the people that don't have that luxury, don't have help, are still having to work their own jobs and homeschool their children. Insane. I can't imagine, like, living with your parents either right now. Like, my mom was here for 10 days and I was losing <laughs> my mind. Like I would probably lose mine too. <laughs> she's great. I love her. And this was yeah. like a month ago now that she was visiting. And I still, I was like, if, if this is what it's like to like be with kids, I mean, and kids, some of them can't even wipe their own ass. At least she did that. Or they don't want to. <laughs> I feel <laughs> for people. I feel for people, but I do think that like, I'm happy that at least, you know, people that are living with their parents or, that have parents visiting like mine 
was I'm just happy that at least she's healthy, especially because she's working in the field. She's a nurse like, on the front legit line. front lines. Yeah. Yeah. She's out in Navajo Nation, just taking it on like the boss she is. But I'm grateful that, you know, my uncle was just saying yesterday that he picked up his phone to text his mom, my grandmother. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. Oh, at least I still have. That's so sad. No, but at least I, I still her. have my mom. At least I still have my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, at least we have these kids that some people, you know. Yeah. Don't get to spend as much time with. I don't know. I can't really say shit about kids because I don't know what it's like. <laughs> and I have to say, though, <clears throat> and granted, this is coming from someone who only has to work from 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., but they provide such a great deal of entertainment. And I guess it's all in the way you look at it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's very frustrating and it can be. It could, it's all the emotions, but like, if you look at it in a different way, it can be funny and it could be, um, a great opportunity to make memories. Cause some of my greatest memories growing up were <laughs> when the lights would go out, the, the power would go out and we'd play like pioneer people yes. <laughs> with like, him. so I mean that that's nothing like what's going on now, but it's all in the way you spin it. I think, I think it's applicable for sure. I used to love, do you remember when they had the rolling blackouts through the East coast in 2004? Are you talking about when it was like the the power went out for days? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I had so much. I mean, we had they put curfew in place because, you know, for obvious reasons. And in a lot of those cities, I think New York City was hit. Cleveland was hit. Yeah. Um, but we had so much fun. Like, I remember my neighbor put a tent in his yard and was like camping out. And you just make the most of it. You have to. I love it. I have to be honest, though, like. I've never been, I've gotten so much shit most of my life for not having kids. And I have never been happier with that decision. <laughs> well, I, kn- I know like our listeners know that I'm like, you know, we're doing our fertility stuff, but I, I mean, honestly, it's really nice to come home to not having to take care of kids after I've taken care of kids all day. So I think that the opinion of from people with, with children 24 seven would be totally different from ours right now. Totally, totally. We're sending you all the love and like... Call me. I'm available. Support. Yeah, send us a text Mm -hmm. about how you're doing Mm -hmm. and like how you're surviving. Let us know, parents. We want to know your struggles too. We're here for Mm -hmm. you. I would love to hear some stories that of kids and what they've said during this time to parents. Oh. You know, sometimes kids have some crazy shit that comes out of their mouth or just how their opinion and feelings about the coronavirus are. Like I know personally that my, my nanny kids crack me up about things that they feel like after the coronavirus or like my middle <laughs> one, she'll be like social distancing six feet and, or she'll see people across the street, like walking together. She's like, they're not social distancing. It's just, it's so bizarre. It's and she's five. So cute. And Allie, you always have shit on your snap or on your Instagram stories yeah. of your, <laughs> The kids you nanny and they're always saying the funniest shit like, okay, I'm not a kid person, but you crack me up with those posts. You're right. Kids say the damnest things. Yeah. There was, I was outside last night, my condo complex and there were, um, one of the parents and their kids were out there and they were like, um, okay, well when this is all over, whatever, you can get that toy. And he was like, no, I heard from a friend or online in New York city and it's another 30 days. And I was like, oh my God, this kid is the things that they have to pick up on. Yeah. And the things that take in, you're absolutely right. Mm -mm, Shut the news off folks. Shut it off. I feel like, like I said, like, I feel like people are just losing their minds 
in general, but not having social interactions or like the ability to go to the bars or the movies or play sports. Like this is definitely a, like that's definitely a tough adjustment for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I was going to ask you, cause I mean, the last time we talked about the quarantine and the isolation was at the beginning of this. Yeah. And I would be curious to know how you're doing after it's been what a month and a half almost. Yeah. Um, I'm still loving it. Because you live solo. You live solo. I'm riding solo. I'm riding Mm -hmm. solo. I still love it. I've just really dug deep into self-care and trying to achieve my goals and what that looks like. So for me, I'm still just having the time of my life, to be quite honest, because I'm a good fucking time by myself. What revelations have you had? (laughs) Oh, gosh. I mean... Because you said you've been doing a lot of self discovery and stuff like that I have I've realized a lot about taking ownership of my own feelings reactions and experiences in life and that other people's shit is not something I need to take on um and that it's up to me how I want to show up in any type of relationship um so you're an you're an empath oh girl empath Mm -hmm. for days and you know I was on a I on this I will call a therapy session last week for a couple of hours because I had a I had some something happen the night before that I wasn't impressed with myself about and so called up spoke for about two hours and I realized that you know the just I take in a lot of stuff and I don't always acknowledge it with people and and no you don't because as your friend of how many years it's kind of like a little bit shocking to hear that you're an empath because usually you come off as like, not my problem, but really (laughs) like, that's just kind of your front. Yeah. But I take it all in. And so like, that means I also notice the way people say things, their actions, and I let it build up. And Mm -hmm. so in like a particular friendship, I was letting all this stuff build up and I was like, okay, well, I just need to sit down and talk to them about this. Like I, you know, I recognize these different things that were happening and some stuff on social media, whatever. But this person was like, Lindsay, do you need to talk to them about it? Is it their shit or is it yours? Why are you letting Ooh. it affect you? So girl, I'm talking about, I'm just getting like deep into revelations with things. I'm realizing how much I'm, I don't, I don't miss the bar scenes. I don't miss the partying and the sense of alcohol. Yeah. Um, and even the people that are constantly wanting to like get on zoom calls and drink and, and like, no one would know if I had a, I don't know, apple juice instead of a whiskey in my glass. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel the need to like fake it anymore. You know, like, no, I want to go to bed early. I'm going to get up early and work out. Yeah. So just kind of like taking on the things I want to be doing. And I know myself and it's going to be like, I'm still going to have those nights that I want to go out and party. But I mean, I feel like how lucky am I that I have such a large network of friends Mm-hmm. that I get to miss them that I'm like oh shit I'm in isolation and I don't get mm-hmm. to see people but also I've been FaceTiming with people in other states way more or for the first time ever than I did before this all happened so like that's yeah. been a really positive outcome I think a lot of people can say that I mean we do like a you know a Facebook video chat with friends on Tom's side every Saturday night and we're on it for like two hours and 
And it's it's nice because we never talked that much before. <laughs> so it's different. That's what I mean. It's so <coughs> funny, me. like FaceTiming with um with anyone, yeah, with people in Colorado yeah. or in Ohio. And I'm like, why why are we I will say though, like the uninvited, unexpected FaceTime calls are yeah. like they were a bit much at first. And they've started to slow down, which I'm good with. Yeah. I'm I'm a very introverted person as we know. And so and if somebody like FaceTimes me, I'm always like, Ugh. <laughs> but then I get on the phone and I'm like, wow, I'm really glad that that happened. Mm, that's a good point. This so. is definitely the first time too. I don't, I haven't, I don't give a shit about putting makeup on or caring about the aesthetics you are as me. much. You are me, right? You're turning into me because I haven't cared about drinking and getting like you know everybody you do you boo and I'm like sitting here I think I'm pretty sure I haven't washed my hair since Friday but whatever what if this is actually like parent trap and you start turning into the hoe and I turn into the housewife Mm. (laughs) (laughs) as at this point in my life right now I don't think that's gonna happen (laughs) that's so funny Uh, yeah I I definitely like okay so also an outcome of this has been I've been saving a lot of money by not going out to the bars or restaurants. And I think it's beautiful that there are people out there that are able to support. I hear a lot of people like support your local restaurants. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. but what if you don't have the money to? (laughs) Yeah. So like, I think that, yeah, I think that, um, it's been a really good, um, way to save money. I do feel for the local, um, economies though, that it's, it's tough. Mm -hmm. Um, but you mentioned your family. You have your family calls. Has your family been getting weird with isolation and like quarantine? Like the family I work for or my family? No, like your like my family has been again, like we've been talking a lot a lot. But I like I miss my I miss my grandmother. And um I think she started FaceTiming and Zoom calling at ninety something years old. So this is what take... I'm asking about. Yeah. Yeah. So Weird shit. I think I need to give her a call with that. And um <laughs> But the other things that are weird is like my mom and brother and I, because we have a group chat and we have an iPhone, we realized we could group FaceTime each other. Yes, I've done that. Yeah. So but like I mean, but some of the conversations, like I, we group FaceTimed with both of my brothers the other day, which was so fun. And then like yeah. my nephew and niece jumped on, which was fun. But then like we forget social norms that they're there yes. and we start talking about other things. Mm-hmm. But like, but then like my brother, my older brother was messaging me about asking me if I knew that there were gluten-free condoms out there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm like, okay, that's a legit question for someone like me who eats gluten-free. However... I'm allergic to wheat. However, I thought it was going to be something like there's like Corona virus protected condoms or like what, like, is this what you're doing? Your home board? Like what? And why do you, and why yeah, he, how do you know that? I asked him, is that. he like banging some girl who has celiac disease? <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid question. James is, his reply was, there's some things you just don't need to know about in life. And I'm like, well, then why did you fucking text me? Like, what was the point? <laughs> okay so you asked me about like my time and what i've been doing yeah a lot of people like i just really have been appreciating the time to like have the ability to get tasks done that i've been putting mm-hmm. off or like reading books that i've wanted to i've seen a lot of people going for hikes going for walks i did a hear lot that, of outside time yeah i did hear like there's a lot of free um not even trials but just offers out there right now like rosetta stone mm-hmm. is offering a free 90 day trial for students. 
Um, Amazon Prime is free, has like a free student membership option as well. We'll put all of these links in the show notes for you guys. Um, but there's just like, there's, there's really no reason to, um, to not have something to do right now. If you're someone that has access to like the internet or Mm -hmm. to go to the park, I do feel for people that, that lack, um, resources that we are so lucky to have. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's such a first world problem, but I kind of am like a little bit jealous of like the people that have to stay at home and because I go to work still five days a week because I would love to be bored and have to do a puzzle (laughs) or organize my closet and and the cupboard in my bathroom. But when Saturday comes around, I'm not doing shit. I'm not doing anything. And I feel bad saying that, but like people are like, I don't know what to do. I feel you. And I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> you know. No, I feel you for sure. I do wonder too, people that get that bored. Like what we just have all these distractions in our life. You're distracted. People are freaking out about sports. Like I don't have sports to watch. They're playing all these games and shit from 20 years ago. Like, yeah, it's cool to reminisce about stuff, but really you have nothing else to stimulate yourself other mm-hmm. than external environments and what our culture or society wants you to to know and be distracted by. That's so dangerous to me. Even Tom of all people, he said that he, he doesn't really miss like live sports <gasps> at the moment because what? he's like, it gave me so much anxiety. He's like, yeah, it was something for me to do and watch and like be with my friends to like, you know, connect on. But he was like, yeah, like he obviously if it went past this year, it would be different. That's but, so huge though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so proud of Tom Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Except he was like, you know, he was pissing me off earlier because I was trying to record in another room and he had like his headset on playing video games. And I just stood there staring at him being like, do you not remember <laughs> that I told you yesterday and today I was recording and you're sitting there talking to some person you never met. So there's a downside of like living with someone. That's <laughs> true. I mean, we're, and then that and that's true of like people that have to work from home right now. Mhm. That's the distractions and that's why when you sent me your setup I was like the luxury of living alone as I was like throwing my laptop around cuz <laughs> I was so pissed. No, that's true though. I mean, people that are forced to be around each other now 24/7 that typically had work to escape to to not be around someone. Um, I was talking to Drew the other day, our friend Mm -hmm. that he lives alone, but he said he misses going into the office and seeing coworkers and joking around and having that interaction. (laughs) And even though he acknowledged how lucky he is to even have a job and that, you know, he's grateful that he can work from home. You know, it shouldn't be minimized when you're having these frustrations and, and, and we just want to offer some opportunities to stay positive and let you know that you're not Mm -hmm. alone because, I'm home alone and and I do miss being around people, but then you have the flip Mm -hmm. side like Allie who is still working, but still (laughs) you still have those. Like I would love some alone time. Yeah. But I'm grateful for everything that I do have. I don't want anybody to think that I'm not sure. Like I'm so fortunate to still have a job. Totally. And I'm fortunate to be healthy and not have anybody in my life directly affected by this, like to be, you know, health wise. And I'm fortunate to have my, Adoring husband. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> no, but but I am okay. So like getting getting stir crazy in that sense is totally um, 
kind of hitting me because I'm not working like a traditional job right now at all. And my job search was supposed to start April 1st, right Mm -hmm. in the mix mix of this. But for those people that were laid off, like it's so crazy to me that we live in a society where some people are making more money collecting unemployment than they were in their jobs. And we um, took a bike ride up to where my uncle works last night and they were even saying, they're like, we kind of wish we had gotten laid off because we'd be making more money collecting unemployment. And that really bums me out because our essential workers that are still working, first Mm -hmm. of all, are not the guy on Wall Street or gal. No. It's the people fucking stocking shelves in the hospitals, running all of our, um, you know, the kitchen so people can still have takeout. Uh-huh. taking care of your kids. Like, let's maybe pay these essential workers what they deserve, shall we? Oh, for sure. And, and obviously the people in the hospitals are in such a position where their life is in danger, but also the people that you handle cash with at the grocery store and, you know. Totally. It's so crazy. Totally. I've heard some people have talk about theories of like, this will be the end of cash and all of that. But I will say like, I've never looked at a $1 bill and thought, oh, um, this is clean. Like I've seen it come out of so many fucking vaginas at strip clubs that never money is so dirty. Yeah. Ew. I always wash my hands after touching money. Well, okay. So if the dollar goes away, then what the heck are we going to do at strip clubs? I don't know. In Canada, don't they use coins? bounce a coin on a stage <laughs> i feel it's so degrading Boing. i mean it's all a little degrading yeah well duh i think that they'll come up with some like okay so say we went to cryptocurrency completely i bet the strip clubs would come up with some kind of like paper that you would still like a certificate that they could cash in or i don't fucking a certificate know. <laughs> you a did certificate. a really good job today stripper of the month award yeah, you. here's your certificate. <laughs> so Who funny. knows? I'm trying to stay positive, though. Like, I, I I, trust in the process of positive thinking. I know that you do, too. Um, I believe in law mm-hmm. of attraction. I genuinely mm-hmm. have no clue how I'm going to pay some of my bills next week. But I don't allow that to be a reason to, like, spend unnecessary time stressing out. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, I know that I will have sex again sometime soon. <laughs> um, did you, um, wait, question. Did you ever break open the emergency glass? I did. Okay. Girl has her needs. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> oh, um, awesome. But it's hilarious. So I opened, I had had these online dating apps on my phone for research purposes. And... <laughs> For purposes, and I yeah. opened the one on Hinge that I actually created a profile on and I hadn't been on it in months. But it's hilarious to me because like they're suggesting to go on virtual dates and like have these video chatting. Like I just I can't imagine one guy messaged me and he was like, hey, you want to go for a bike ride? And I was like, no, I've heard I heard I was watching something and. I, I maybe I was listening to a podcast or something. Yeah, Hannah Burner's Burning in Hell podcast. I love that one. Um, she was talking to someone I think who went on a bike ride date like that. Really? And they had yeah. Wouldn't that be so awkward? You couldn't even like hug or high five or handshake. You'd just be like, "Hi, let's get on my bicycle." Um, it's both a dream and a nightmare <laughs> for me. Like I love the idea of having a guy six feet away from me that like it cannot come within my like spot. But the thing is, if yeah. I wanted them in my space, that would be hell for me because I'm like not good at <laughs> withholding. 
Oh, Lord. No, but I, okay, but I'm also wondering if phone sex hotlines are increasing. <laughs> like, are their traffics increasing? Like, how do we find out that information? Face, I don't know about phone sex hot. I can tell you about Pornhub stats, though. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I'm sure the stats have gone up. Let me tell you, as of they released April 14th, in the United States, they peaked at a 24.4% rise on March 23rd. And in Canada, do you think it was higher or lower? Probably higher. Uh, it was about the same. It's 21.5%. Oh, and then in the UK, oh. those dirty bastards. 26.9% <laughs> peak. But I mean, I get it. Like you're at home and like, Pornhub, man. Like I've, yeah, a girl's got her needs. Girl has got her needs. Okay, so I found this article though that is titled "A Guide to Great Phone Sex While You're Self Isolating and Desperately Horny." Wow, <laughs> this is like an article that was written for me. These are the sign of the times. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to hear their <clears throat> tips? Yeah, I do. Um. Find somewhere no one can hear you. That will be tricky. Avoid the small talk. Just get straight to it. It's probably been a while since you've seen each other, and who knows how long this could go on for. Get right down to the sexy talk. No one has time for pleasantries during a crisis. Oh, my God. Don't kill the mood by bringing up the news. (laughs) (laughs) There might be some room for some Corona role play. What? That is so ridiculous to me. Like, I think they're trying to say, like, put in some doctor and nurse stuff. Like, the results come back that you're negative and, like, you can have sex right or away. What? I don't know. You're my UPS driver and those gloves made me so horny. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't talk about how ill you feel. If you're whacking out the toys, make sure they're sterilized. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Like, on a good day, fucking wash your hands, wipe down your phone, clean your toys when you're done. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Haha, <laughs> get it? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Get come, it. come on. C-U-M. <laughs> on. Someone even said that Anthony <laughs> Fossey said um, that he referenced be- having safe, Fauci. S- safe sex. Fauci. Anthony Fauci? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. He's our country's doctor <laughs> for now. But he said, um, we would like the country to realize that as a nation, we can't be doing the kinds of things we were doing a few months ago. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's a bit of a stretch that he was talking about washing your sex toys. Oh, my God. You should do that anyway. (laughs) Please. You're going to get an you're going to get an itchy vagine if you don't wash your fake peen. Ew. Golden. (laughs) Golden. (laughs) Someone sent me a meme that said, um, imagine all that unprotected sex you had just to die from an unprotected handshake. Yeah, seriously. Hilarious. I mean, people are coming up with the funniest shit. Okay, one of my favorite articles, though, I have to bring up is called Official Coronavirus Cancellations and Postponements. A girlfriend of mine sent me this, and I'm just going to read some of the headlines. Beating yourself up for feeling lazy and lethargic has been postponed. Mm-hmm. Watching the daily coronavirus task force briefings from the White House has been canceled. So dumb. Don't do it. Feeling sorry for yourself has been canceled. 
I love this. It says, focus on how grateful you are to not be in an ICU or a morgue, that you still have a chance to fight this thing. Exactly. There are many others facing difficult tragedies right now. So let's hold a positive thought or prayer for them and look for the Mm -hmm. hidden blessings we still have. Going back to the one that talks about like feeling guilty about being lazy, basically. Yeah. Tom always has a hard time staying still. So he like constantly wants to go do something. And I was like, this is your time to not do anything and not feel bad about it because you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're doing everybody a favor by just doing nothing. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. he's probably doing himself a favor without even realizing it. Exactly. Yes. Fearfully studying death counts has been canceled. What is the point? Worst case scenario has been canceled. Like, what is the point about that? I don't understand. I agree. I mean, I think that people just live for, I mean, look at our media and our movies and everything else. We have all this fear constantly thrown at us and these um, tragedies and the drama. And so people love, this is a real life drama playing out Mm -hmm. and people are loving it. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. It's canceled. It's canceled. So one of the things I'm doing right now challenging myself is I'm starting to read a book called a complaint free world. Mm -hmm. It was introduced to me years ago by a good friend at Cleveland state. And it seriously changed my life. And I feel the need to start reading it again because I have been complaining and judging and saying things that I just feel like I need it for myself. Mm -hmm. So, um, the one the author of the book says, when we change our words, we change our thoughts. And when we change our thoughts, we change our lives. So one way that the author realized to do this is cutting down on our griping. That's a quote from the mm-hmm. book. It's awesome. You highly recommend it. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to start reading it. It's a 21 day challenge. It will probably take you a year to actually complete the 21 day challenge. But <laughs> yeah. the book in and of itself is really enlightening. I'm going to start reading it tomorrow. Um, it's totally in line. I've talked about before my beliefs in quantum physics and that we, where we place our attentions, like where we place our energy. And so a lot of my personal practice through meditating and focusing on positive outcomes creates a really meaningful life for me. Mm -hmm. And I've always tried to live by the Maya Angelou quote. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't Mm -hmm. change it, change your attitude. Don't complain. 100%. And I know you live by that girl. I do. What's that sign you have as you're leaving your house? Chuck it in the fuck it bucket and move on. Chuck it in the fuck it bucket. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so funny. Yep. So if you just like don't want to read the book and you want me to just give you a synopsis on what the challenge is, ah, I got you. All right. Mm-hmm. So um, the author defined the challenge, defined complaining as expressing discontent, pain, or grief with the way things are. And he devised, devised a few simple rules for those who participate. Every participant should wear a purple rubber bracelet on their wrist. You can use anything. He even says, like, you can use a hair tie, whatever. When a participant catches themselves complaining, criticizing, or gossiping, you switch the bracelet to the other wrist and restart Mm. the 21-day count. It's supposed to be just an easy visual reminder and a source of positive reinforcement. I think it took the author, like, six or seven months to get through the 21 days themselves. But may I ask... How is that realistic, though? Because as a human being, it is normal to feel those negative feelings. Mm -hmm. And what is so wrong about once in a while 
complaining about something. So he talks about it in the book. I've only, um, I, okay. So I have to remember cause it's been remember years since I've actually read it, but he breaks all of that down cause they're valid questions. Basically it's spoken. So there's nothing wrong with having thoughts. It's when you speak it. So that's part of it. And then he says too, that there are times like if you live through a tragedy, like, mm-hmm. yes, you're gonna feel sadness. You might, um, want to gripe about that. And that's totally valid, but he challenges the readers to take a look at what's really worth complaining about. Um, I'll put a link in the notes for the book. If anyone wants to read it, um, I do believe there used to be a, I thought a free link available for it, but all I could find is, a, um, was a free audible, uh, I think membership. I'll link it down there and then you can download the book for free through that. But if you guys want to do this with, with me, um, send us a message on Instagram or through the email. Stop signs are optional at Gmail. Same tag for Instagram through the anchors voice message. The link is at the end of the show notes and descriptions. And now you can text or leave us a voice note, letting us know how you're managing and staying, um, sane through this quarantine. We want to hear stories. We want to hear some of the funny shit that's been happening, Um, and even the tough stuff that's been going on. And, um, the number is 407-434-0493. I will add that in our description as well. So cool. I love that feature now. It's going to be so fun. Um, all of the links also mentioned in today's episode will be available in the show notes. Um, we want to thank each of you for your support. And as always, if you love the show, please like it, subscribe it, leave us a review. Leaving us a review is the biggest thing you guys could do to help us out as well as sharing it. Um, they're just the easiest and most helpful ways to support us. Send us in a voice message too, to tell us how you liked, um, part two of the strip club dub that aired on Friday. Um, it's called the bad (laughs) therapist. We've gotten a lot of feedback from that and we want to hear from you. (laughs) It was definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. We had so much fun with dub. Um, and, and send us in questions. Like what questions do you have for us? Um, send it, send it, send it. Mm, We want to know. Well, I suppose that was a really weird show today. Stop signs are definitely optional when it comes to living quarantined. A lot of options. I love it. Yay. See, freaky and fun. Don't have to be feared. But tune in next (laughs) week, guys, for some more Deliciously Weird. Peace out. We love you.